Hello and welcome to Mediumship Matters, your go-to spiritual development podcast. I'm your host Hannah McIntyre and I am so excited to have you here. Join me and other great guests as we explore what it means to be a medium, the work that we need to do and the questions that we need to ask for our own development and unfoldment. I'm so happy that you're here. Let's begin. Just to let you all know that my book, You Are a Medium, You Just Don't Know It Yet, is available to purchase on Amazon or via my website, www.hannamedium.co.uk. I am incredibly proud to be able to say that it is already an Amazon bestseller and I'm so grateful to all of you for your reviews, comments and feedback. Um, If you haven't already, please do check it out. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Hello and welcome to Mediumship Matters with me, Hannah McIntyre. How are you all? If you're anything like me, you'll have had a bit of a difficult couple of weeks because as that energy change that's happening on a planetary scale that we're all going through at the moment into the age of Aquarius has started to come into fruition, if you like, that is impacting all of us on an individual basis. So if you've been feeling very tired, very flat, a bit meh, then you're not alone. Um, It's the same for all of us just trying to work through that energy, work through the changes that we're all experiencing. And I wanted to start today by just explaining what those changes are, what it actually means, because nobody ever told me this. I had to get this information from my spirit guides and actually it would have been really, really helpful on my journey. So 
When you want to start working with spirit, connecting to spirit, your job is to shift your vibration, your frequency, the energy that you're at into a higher and higher and higher frequency. That's what essentially you're doing to make that connection clearer, cleaner, and if in a sense, nearer, closer to spirit. So spirit are at a very, very high frequency of energy, a very clear, very high vibrational energy. And us humans are not. So if you think about um, frequency, I mean, it's always changing, sometimes going up, sometimes going down. It's never static. But if you think about those people that you know, and perhaps you were once one of them, I know I was, where you know things happen to them, not for them, where uh, they focus on the bad things, not the good things, they're always complaining, no matter what they have, they haven't got enough. Those people generally are on a slightly lower frequency than people that seem to be able to take the knocks, keep on pushing forward, keep on moving onwards. So, you know, we all move, like I said, up and down in those frequencies. So don't expect yourself to always be positive. That's not possible for anybody. But you will know, you'll be able to recognise those people around you that are on a slightly lower frequency. And essentially, I believe that we sort of collect a frequency. So in our homes, in our families, um, generally speaking, we're all at one sort of similar frequency all together. And then if you're like me, you had a spiritual awakening and you started getting interested in working with the spirit world. And as you did and you started sitting in the power of the spirit world, maybe going to see a healer, going for readings, started to get crystals and spending time outside and things like that. As you start to work in that energy, that shifts and changes your frequency. So you become a higher frequency. And basically, I think our work with the spirit world is about constantly evolving and striving to make our frequency higher and higher and higher. And as we do that, that energy that we're in will uh, change the frequency that other people around us are exposed to. If you think of yourself like a radio transmitter, the energy that you're sending out is the energy that is received by all of those around you. Does that make sense? I hope so. So you're this transmitter and you've been, you know, working on your frequency and ch changing your energy. I'm getting higher and higher and trying to focus on the positive and the attitude of gratitude and dealing with the stuff from the past. And as you've done that, um, you've changed. Your perspective has changed. Your understanding has changed. But you may find that the people in your life have not been through those changes, have not been through those shifts. They're not on a spiritual awakening path. And that can sometimes cause problems. When I teach Reiki, it's one of the things I always say to all of my students, you know, this is having a big energetic shift. When you go for Reiki, you have something called an attunement, which is actually where your energy is changed to make it more compatible to being able to channel the Reiki healing energy. 
And so what happens is you have this course, you, you know, someone fiddles around and puts some symbols in your crown chakra. And, you know, sometimes you have a very profound experience. Sometimes you're not sure if anything has happened, but then you go back into your life and you are changed. You are different. And what that can do is sometimes cause conflict at home because it's like suddenly everybody that you know and love becomes very, very negative. They only want to talk about the bad stuff that they've seen on the news. They only want to focus on what they haven't got. They only want to talk about the horrible things that have happened or their fears or their worries. And it's such a confusing space to be. And I know when I went into that space, I thought that they had all changed. I thought that everyone around me had suddenly changed and shifted into this really negative mindset. And it took me a little while to realise that the person who had changed was me. And so I always say to people who are Reiki attuned by me when they come on a Reiki course with me, you know, you're going to go home and odds are you're going to be so triggered by your partner and their negative attitude and their can't do and their glass half full. But you need to be patient with them because you're the one that's changed, not them. You're the one that's made the decision to do this course, to change your life, to open up to this energy, and that will have an impact. And remember that you are a radio transmitter. And so therefore, you will start to transmit that energy, but you've got to allow them time to assimilate it. You've got to allow them time to absorb it. They haven't gone and made the choice to have a huge amount of energy and power put into them in one weekend. So you've got to give them weeks and months to adjust. So if you are feeling a little bit like you no longer fit in, in your life, it's because us light workers, us spiritual people, us people on the path, we are being upgraded, I believe, through this age of Aquarius more quickly. I think we're like the pioneers of this energy and so we're having to do a lot of work now to shift ourselves and change ourselves so that we can be the radio transmitters for this energy and help to make the big shifts for humanity to come and that does have an impact on how you feel and your life you know you can't just yeah sadly you don't just float up on a lovely cloud and it goes ding you're at the next level enjoy your time here being at a higher frequency you know it you do have to sort through your rubbish you do have to look at yourself you do have to rest more you will feel up and down and grumpy and snappy and irritable because you're trying to process subconsciously a huge shift in your energy a huge change for you so I just wanted to talk about that because I think it's one of those things that once you've been through it, it's a bit like childbirth, if you know, you know, um, once you've been through it, you talk to people and they go, oh, yeah, that happens, doesn't it? It's awful. But no one tells you before you go through it or while you're going through it. And actually, that would be very, very useful to know. So I just wanted to start by talking about that and the fact that we are in a very changing, very shifting energy. But that doesn't mean that it's your job to change other people. And I know I've said this before, but I'm going to continue to say it because it's so important. You know, our job is just to be the light 
to shine the light. Our job is not to take the light to others and introduce them to it. They will find it when they are supposed to. And that kind of leads me into one of the questions that I've received uh, since my last podcast, which is about um, giving unwarranted spiritual advice. So somebody was asking me about this and I do apologise. I wrote down the question and didn't write down who asked it. So apologies for that. But, you know, one of the things is I really don't like mediums that uh, offer unwarranted spiritual advice for the sake of looking a bit cool. So let me tell you a story um, first to explain the sort of thing that I'm talking about. So a couple of years ago, I uh, was a bit early for the school run and, and lucky me, my children's primary school was next door to a pub. And I was on my own and it was a beautiful sunny day and I'd been working really hard. And I thought, you know what, I'm going to go sit in the garden with a half of lager and shut my eyes in the sun and not talk to anybody and just be. So I went out and did that and sat in the garden. And wouldn't you know it, the, <laughs> the spirit world always like to uh, mess with my plans. There was a man in the garden also by himself and I couldn't get him to stop talking to me. And at that time, I um, was almost apologetic for the fact that I was a medium because you get an awful lot of flack for being a medium. So I used to sort of skirt around the issue if anybody asked me what I did for a living. Um, but that day, that gentleman interrupted me repeatedly and I just wanted him to be gone. So when he asked me uh, what I did for a living, I told him, I said, I'm a medium. And he said, a what? And I said, I'm a medium. I talk to dead people. And he went, oh, right. I met a medium once. And I said, oh, did you? He went, yeah. I was at Deal Carnival. And uh, this medium, I won't repeat their name. Have you heard of them? And I said, yes, yes, I have. And they, and they said, he came up to me. I'd never met him before. And he said, I just wanted you to know that you've got a guide behind you. And that guide says you can have the red pebble or the blue pebble, but you've got to choose. And I went, oh, all right. OK. And, and what did that mean then? And he went, well, I don't know. I never worked it out. Didn't understand it at all. But, you know. And that's the kind of thing that I'm talking about. Because if you're really, truly working with the spirit world, what use is that message? to somebody? Do we really think that the spirit world are going to take all of that time and all of that effort and that energy to bring somebody a message that sounds awfully like the matrix, but also doesn't actually make any sense, have any guidance, love, insight or help and just leaves them a bit confused? I don't think so. And there's a lot of things like that where people uh, showboat mediumship. Now, I'm not saying that I don't love performing with mediumship because I do. You have to for some extent. I, you know, I cannot wait to get back to doing in-person demonstrations because being in front of an audience is my thing. I love it. But you have to do things the right way. So in answering to your question, 
when you are working psychically it is different to when you're working with the spirit world and that's what i want to explain so psychic is me reading your energy it's me reading the energy of an object a photo a room and i think on some level all of us are psychic all of the time i think we all use our psychic abilities day in day out without really acknowledging them um things like when you know that somebody's had a bad day even when they're smiling and acting like they're fine things like when you know somebody you don't really like somebody they're not going to be the right fit for you even though on paper they're fantastic and everybody else loves them things like premonitions things like uh knowing when the phone rings whether it's good or bad news or knowing who's on the phone uh you know i think we're working in that energy an awful lot we don't um acknowledge it but we're in it now as a medium when you start developing your psychic abilities you start to see more and more things and you start to know more and more things but let me be clear i don't believe that working psychically has anything to do with the spirit world now it does have something to do with your soul and my soul and what my soul can pick up from your soul but it's also not about the spirit world and that divine wisdom and that divine presence coming into somebody's life so you have to be really careful i believe in somebody else's rights because sometimes by accident or on purpose you will pick things up from people's energy that they wouldn't want you to know and sometimes hi this is craig robinson from ways to win and support for this podcast comes from invesco qqq the future isn't scary not realizing its potential however could be just like on the recruiting trail, I've seen potential come in many forms as a coach. Learn more at Invesco.com slash QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. You will pick things up from people's energy that you don't want to know. And actually, that's what I'm talking about, is that bit there where somebody hasn't asked to be told something, so you really do not have a right to share it with them. That's what I'm talking about, if that makes sense. So here's, here's a good example. I'm trying to think of one. I've got one here. The power of the mind is a massive thing. 
So if you were to go up to somebody and say, I'm really drawn, I'm a medium, and I'm really drawn to your tummy area. So if you're not experiencing an illness in your tummy area, I do think you will be because I think there's something wrong there and you might want to go and see a doctor. Now, it doesn't mean that you are wrong, but if you are, that person, nine times out of 10, is gonna start experiencing discomfort in their tummy because you've put the thought into their mind. You've sowed that seed. So if you're slightly incorrect, if you've seen what actually is a chakra that needs balancing or a heavy lunch or any of the crazy things that you can pick up out of somebody's energy when you're working psychically and you misinterpret that and you go over to that person, you can sow a seed that is very, very damaging because I do believe that our brains are incredibly powerful and a thought can become a reality. So it's things like that that I've heard people do and seen people do that I really think is completely inappropriate. And sometimes people send me messages when I've been live. Oh, you looked a bit tired today. I thought your energy was a bit out. So I've sent you some healing. No, no, thank you. I didn't ask you to. I don't want you to know that my energy, if you see it, you see it, that's fine. But that you... It doesn't give you the right to comment. Comment. It doesn't give you the right to say what you think about it without me giving my permission. So that's where I think the line is. There's a grey area, obviously, but there is a line. And the other thing is, you know, when you get really developed psychically, sometimes you can see things on people. Um, one of the things that's, you know, pretty, pretty shocking is that sometimes you can see... Um, something in their energy which tells you that they might be moving into spirit shortly. And actually, I wouldn't wanna know. If somebody could see that in me, if I, you know, if it was my destiny that I was gonna get hit by a car <laughs> in an hour's time, I wouldn't want to know. And nobody else has the right to take that choice away from me, whether that choice is right or wrong. It's not for somebody else to make, it's for me to make. And that's where the line is. So the only exception to this for me is when you're working with spirit. So those of you that have listened to all the podcasts will know that um, sometimes the spirit world come in and they tell me they want me to give a message to somebody when I'm not seeking a message. And in those moments, I always check that it's the will of the spirit world because they know, they know in their infinite wisdom whether that person can receive a message or not, is ready to receive a message or not. They know the impact that message will have and how important that message is. And I can trust the spirit world, but I can't trust me to make those decisions. And that for me is where the line is. So let me know if that didn't make sense, because sometimes when I do these podcasts, I'm just wittering away, looking at the thing going up and down as I talk and wondering if any of this makes sense. But I hope that that does. That's for me the difference is, you know, A, it's got to be valuable and important. I think we put a lot of people off spirituality with all the woo woo rubbish, which is a real shame. It's a real shame to say to somebody, you know, this is what your spirit guide wants to say and your spirit guide is doing a bad impression of Morpheus. Um, and 
it doesn't actually help or have a value. You know, spirits are very, very practical. They're very, very helpful. So why aren't we portraying them like that? But also, you know, the things that you have a right to share and the things that you don't. I knew all sorts of things about people on the school run, but I never repeated them to anybody because I had received that information through my gifts and I had no right to share any of it. So that's that. Okay, so I've got a couple of questions uh, from people that I wanted to answer today. I've already talked longer than I was planning to. I just can't help myself, can I? So um, one of these questions is from somebody who wants to, uh, well, hasn't said they want to remain anonymous, but I'm assuming that they do. So I'm not going to say their name. Um, but this person has started my Starting With Spirit course. And as part of doing the Starting With Spirit course, they have found that, well, the following, I'll read it to you. I found that the left side of my aura is in shadow. The right side was beautiful, full of lovely pink, violet and purple colours, but the left side was grey, only with lines where the colour should be. I know exactly why that is. I'm in quite a volatile relationship. It is a very long story. It doesn't involve physical violence yet, but it is absolutely draining and killing me. I've tried to get away from my partner once, but I wasn't strong enough. And three months later, after a relentless campaign of victim playing and illness, I took him back from pity. It is probably a lesson that the universe is trying to teach me because I'm a people pleaser and always put others before me. But I suppose what I'm trying to ask is, when you have someone draining your energy but aren't strong enough to get rid of them, is there any way you could put yourself inside of a bubble or something so that all the meditating, healing and hard work that you do for yourself isn't in vain? Now, this is a great question. And actually, you've kind of answered it as, as you asked it, because absolutely. Now, the first rule of all energy that you need to hold in your heart, in your mind, in your focus is that no one can take anything from you that you don't give them. So if you don't want somebody to take your energy, you have to be very, very strong in your mind about, well, yeah, visualizing yourself in a bubble, refusing to not let them have it, for holding that focus, holding that thought, holding that power. And I am going to answer this, I think, I'm going to do a longer podcast next time, all about energy and um, how you can maintain it. But I just wanted to say um, for this one for today, just in your head, say no. In your head, uh, refuse to give it and that will stop them being able to take it. Nobody can take anything from you that you don't let them. But I'm going to put a little note here um, and I am going to answer this more fully in the next podcast because I think this could do with some uh, enhancement, let's put it that way. So I hope that's enough to keep you going for, for now and bear with me because I am going to, to do you the next one and that will answer this in more detail. But yeah, keep that idea. You're not having my energy. You're not taking my energy. My energy is for me. Uh, second question um, from Kirsty. Uh, Kirsty loves my podcast. Yay! Um, but Kirsty says, I lost my dad back in December. 
He always taught us from a young age to never fear dying. He was a strong believer when it's your time to go, it's your time and there was nothing you could do and it would happen whatever way. He passed suddenly, no indication. We all thought he was perfectly healthy. I try my hardest to honour his belief, but I can't help think we could have saved him. When I look back, I had so many signs I now believe to be from spirit. I question, were they trying to warn us and we ignored the signs? As I said, I appreciate people have different beliefs on this. I understand we have paths in life and whichever we choose can implement our future. That is our time here set out for us. And I want to say yes and no to that, Kirsty. So I think for some of us, we come here knowing that our lives will be cut short, uh, that we will, um, for some people, spend very, very short time here on earth. Um, and that for those people, there is nothing that we could do to keep them here. Um, my belief is that the universe is very, very clever. And sometimes we have to go through things to grow, to change for the experience that it will give us. So, uh, for example, with your dad, and I'm not saying this is definitely what happened, but, you know, he always taught you not to fear dying. And then he has moved into spirit. And that in itself has been a spiritual awakening for you. And that might be the agreement his soul made with your soul before you came here. Um, so, no, I don't think there is anything you could have done. And I think the spirit world were giving you those signs so that you would know that they were there to support you, not that there was a problem. For some people, I think free will and choice takes over, which is why I was saying yes and no. So we all know what we need to do to live a healthier, better life. We all know it's up the vegetables, down the sugar. Um, you know, we know we need to exercise. We know we need to reduce the alcohol. We know we shouldn't smoke. Um, and yet we do. We do all of those things. And that's because we have free will and choice. And for some people, they make decisions that they know are damaging. Some people test the limitations of life, even though they know better. And for some of those people, that will result in them losing their life this time round. And so I think for some of us, it's planned. We, we, will, we will go, we will make these choices. And whatever we choose, we're going to check out early, even though that's heartbreaking. And for some of us, I think we check out earlier than we need to because of our own free will and choice that the spirit world will ne never override. So I can't give you a definitive yes, no answer on that, Kirsty, because I think it really depends on the situation. But I do think that sometimes the worst losses that people experience, that sadness, that heartbreak, is actually what opens them up to to spirit to hope to life and sometimes we need to be opened up like that to help other people i know and this is my grandfather and you know i'm not being flippant about it but my grandfather um you know it's not the same as losing a parent it's certainly not the same as losing a child and 
so I'm not saying that it is, I just want to make that clear, but losing him was such a big impact on my life. But him coming through my friend to tell me that he was okay was an even bigger impact on my life because that message is what set me on this path, which is how I'm now talking to all of you now. So I think it's a complicated, complex web of things. Um, but I do know that, you know, they won't ever stop you. You have a choice. You know in your instinct if something's bad for you. So you can't just say, okay, well, it's all right. I'm spiritual and carry on. I know some people whose mantra is I'm in service to spirit whilst drinking huge amounts of alcohol or huge amounts of coke and not taking any exercise, massively overweight, not looking after themselves. But in their mind, they're in service to spirit and that's all they need to focus on. In my mind, um, you have to take some responsibility for yourself also. Um, you know, and I'm not saying that even if you do, you could be, you know, an amazing quinoa munching lettuce lover um, and still get very, very ill and still move into spirit if that's the path you're supposed to take. Uh, but for some people, they use it. Their spirituality is kind of an excuse. Spirit will keep them here because they've got work to do. And I'm always mindful as I'm munching on some pick and mix or drinking a Pepsi Max that, you know, it's probably not the best way forward for me uh, but that is my choice to make so Kirsty in answering your question I don't think there was anything you could have done to keep your dad here um, I think the signs were spirit letting you know that they were with you to guide you to support you to love you and you know it sucks I wish that I could change change it for every person that I speak to um, about the losses that so many people have suffered. I mean, that is, you know, my, my job. Um, but I know you know that your dad is with you. And I know you know that your dad is incredibly proud of you and loves you very, very much. So thank you very much, everybody, for listening. I hope you've enjoyed it. I'm going to... Um, get straight on it I think and answer the other question all about energy but I wanted to go into that a bit more depth so um thank you again for all your support all the shares and the comments and the emails they really do make my day I just want to shout out to Darren who sent me some lovely pictures of signs that he experienced and I will catch up with you all again soon have a lovely day Thanks so much for listening to the podcast today. I hope you enjoyed it. As always, I'm here just to ask you to click that follow button, to share the podcast on your social media and leave a review. These things help me so much with reaching more people, getting better guests, getting more information out there. So anything you can do to help would be gratefully received. And I will catch up with you again soon. Thanks for listening.